Just stay in that high ecstasy realm. Don't come down. The wonderful thing about the gospel is it builds up your heart until you're fully sealed in the Garden of Eden. The gospel is all about the exodus of your spirit and mind out of the natural realm into the Garden of Eden realm. That's the broad way or the, the gold street that leads you right through your heart up through your brain into the kingdom of heaven. Yes, the kingdom of heaven is within you and the kingdom of heaven rises in you. Scripture says New Testament many times. It's not just in you. It's not just, oh, it's there. I have the fullness of God in me. No, you do. what do you do with it? You rise. It's all about resurrection. It's all about ascension. It's all about going from one degree of glory to a greater degree of glory. It's all about climbing Jacob's ladder in the secret place of the heart. There's a stairway in your heart. The morning star rises in your heart. It is written. This is the relationship with you and God. It's a relationship that raises you from the dead and seats you in heavenly places. It seats you in the heavenly realm so that your heart and mind are above the curse. Your heart and mind are above all flesh. Your heart and mind are above all devils and demons. Your heart and mind are above every name that can be named in heaven and earth and under the earth. It's the resurrection and it's the third day. This great awakening is the resurrection of the third day. A day is as a thousand years. It's 2019. It's been 2,000 years since Jesus. So now you're entering the third day where everyone experiences His third day resurrection power from the earth realm, which is the realm of the dead, into the glory realm, the third heaven realm, which is the realm of pleasure. The ancient path of Enoch, his testimony is that he pleased God. It means that he pleasured God. That he had intimacy with God on the level that pleasured the Father, and God took him. God is a hedonist, by the way. If you don't know God, you'll know Him when you get into the pleasure of God, because the Father is an extreme hedonist. He won't even waste His time doing stuff that doesn't pleasure Him. He won't. He'll cultivate vineyards. He'll cultivate sacred spices. You start to get to know the Father. This is a man that knows how to have a good time all the time. He doesn't mess around. He doesn't waste his time feeling bad, feeling sorry. There's no shame. There's no self-pity. There's, there's just none of that. The negativity doesn't exist with the Father. There's, it's not even close to Him. It doesn't even enter His walls. So when you get closer to the Father, every negative thing, every dark thing, every shadow thing, every wound, every hurt, every pain, every problem, every tear and all sorrow is wiped from your eyes as you get pleasured on the Father, as you go from glory to glory in the ancient path of Enoch, which is the pathway of pleasure. It's a path of pleasure, of an ever-increasing glory, of intimacy with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the stairway of your heart. And He's the lifter of our souls, the lifter of our heads. Open up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory can come in. No, you already came in. Jesus come in my heart. So that the King of glory can come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Let the King of glory come out. 
Let everything that the Father has packed inside your salvation package, the gift of salvation, the fullness of everything you are to do for eternity, let it be unfolded like the lily of the valley right out of your hearts today and through your faces. The dawning of day is like an opening of a flower, an eternal flower that never dies. That's true. You are a planting of the Lord in the garden of delight, the Bible says. He's planted you. You're a seed of God. And you grow up in the living water of God. You grow up under the hand and the gardener of God. He takes care of you. He's a shepherd of the sheep, but he's a gardener of his gardens. And your heart is his garden where he plants his seed. And he wants to water your seed. You're a well-watered garden, the Bible says. He wants to have a harvest, a vineyard of his love inside you. He wants you to be so overflowing with everything He is through your hearts and souls all the time that when He looks at you, He sees something He can take pleasure in. That every one of you can pleasure God and walk Enoch's path, which is the path of overcoming death. I believe this whole generation is an Enoch generation. And it's as simple as growing in the pleasures of God. The only thing that resists the pleasures of God is religion. We see a lot of people falling away because they do have religious demons. They can no longer stay on the glory train. They go away. And they can say, oh, I'm just being sound doctrine. That ain't sound doctrine. Read the Passion Translation. Read the Bible accurately. Read Song of Songs. Get all your, your sex wounds healed up and start getting pleasured on Jesus in true intimacy with the Virgin King. Start burning incense in your holy place. Get all that sex wounds cleaned out of you and get all the purity of God and the pure in heart to see God and start growing in the pleasure of God, you'll see that it, this pleasure path is the ancient path of Enoch. This is the path of overcoming death, and this path will open up for everyone in the world that desires it to rise from the realm of the dead by Enoch's path of pleasing God, pleasuring God, letting God garden your heart garden your holy place, and getting so purified from sexual immorality, all your sex wounds, all everything. I mean, it's just people bury their sex wounds under religion and say they're okay and like they just haven't got any healing. You deal with that and they get offended by anything sexual all the time. You think the drugs stuff's bad? You think the swear words are bad? That's nothing until you tuck touch people's sex realm. That's the most wounded realm of every man and woman on planet Earth. And you deal with that sex realm and everyone's holy place, you deal with never-ending revival. You get that part of people healed and delivered and sanctified and filled with God the Father and just pleasured on the spices of Eden and the incense burning in the holy place and their whole body becomes the smoke of His glory and it's just burning out of their face. You're going to transfigure people en masse. You will transfigure society. This is the most hidden and guarded realm of them all. And there's nothing even close. Joy, glory. Satan doesn't even really care about that. He'll mistreat it. He'll make fun of it. He'll come against it. He'll persecute it. But this realm, this is the final firecracker. You don't even understand. When people come into this love realm, when they start developing the nine spices of the anointing oil of divine love in their hearts, in their spirits, in their holy place, and it starts to burn in their bellies, in their womb, and glow within them, and they start to birth rivers of fire, rivers of ecstasy, rivers of pleasure, it's game over for Satan and his angels. 
Because they don't have anything more pleasurable than what God the Father has to offer. You start cultivating that kind of intimacy and pleasure in your own heart. It's just a matter of time before you melt down all Satan's kingdom worldwide. Because that's all the devil's got is drugs, counterfeit pleasures, sexual morality, and religion. So he uses the immorality and the sorcery to, to kill your brain with religion and then give you counterfeit pleasures by immorality. Drugs and alcohol are immorality. <laughs> All of them. Everything, I mean, you, you got to get to know the Father on the inside first. People are like, well, is it okay to smoke weed? Listen, I'm not about do's and don'ts. I'm not about that. Don't give me this do's and don'ts. Don't try to trap me in your legalism with your little tricks. I'm about, I'm about getting delivered by God the Father's pleasure and power through your holy place. Otherwise, if you don't get real in the foundation of your heart, you just be a hypocrite putting the band-aids on anyway, and there won't be actual any internal healing in you. You'll just be fake. We hate fakeness. So we'll deal within your root system. We'll deal within your hearts. We'll get you real. We'll get you on the foundation of knowing the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit inside your own bodies so you can be new covenant temples of the Holy Spirit Christians. Amen you got to deal with all the fake hypocrisy of the external realm and get your minds attached to your spirit where God the Father lives. That's how you can see Him working in your garden. The pure in heart see God gardening their garden. And you just see, whoa, this is not a fading glory. The works of God are eternal. If I can keep my mind fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of my garden, which is my garden of faith. This faith is a seed that's planted in your heart. And if you can get that seed full grown inside your heart so your spirit's solidified and becomes more real to your brain than your natural man, listen, you'll never die. Your spirit will overtake your brain. Your brain will be inside your spirit. You'll be floating around like a morning star with all the Father God's angelic abilities. You'll be more powerful than all the archangels combined if you keep the course of the pathway of pleasure. The sons of God are exceedingly more powerful than the archangels. You have no idea. You have no idea. God has made us equal to himself. That's what the sons of God are. Oh, that's blast. No, that's not. That's sound doctrine. That's exactly what the New Testament teaches. That's exactly what Jesus taught. That's why he was murdered by the religious people. He was making himself equal to the Father, and he made you and I equal to him. That's written in Hebrews. And I'm not ashamed to call them my brothers and my sisters of the same bloodline of heavenly royalty. If you have any lesser view of yourself, you're operating in religious false humility and Satan's got your birthright. Denying your divinity, denying your royalty is false humility. It's actually shame. It's demon possession. That's when Jezebel's got you. You have to agree with the word, even though it's too good to be true, and yes, you came out of sin, and yes, you don't deserve it. Get all that crap burnt out of you. You know, he died on the cross because he loves you. You are worthy to be perfectly loved. You are worthy to be perfectly glorified, and you are worthy to be perfectly pleasured in eternal glory. Get over it. Amen? You need to get over it. There is so much self-pity and people saying, oh, the orphan spirit, I don't deserve it. I'm just going to and feel bad for me. Oh, listen, God sent his son because everyone was feeling bad down here. And then if you attach your brain to his spirit, you don't feel bad anymore. The main thing Satan does to beat you up is speak lies through your brain. And you have to get beheaded. It's true. 
I was so out of my brain today, I didn't even feel like I was speaking from my brain. Could barely even pronunciate words sometimes. It's just on fire, burning, decapitation daily. I die to my soul daily. I die to my brain and my flesh daily. I take my soul to the altar of Jerusalem, Gogotha, Skull Hill, and I put my skull right on that altar, and I kill it with the fire of God daily. I offer my brain as a burnt offering to my Heavenly Father in my belly daily because my intelligence comes from the seven spirits of God flowing out of my innermost being and flooding my personality. And the flooding of the personality is the dying to self daily. The dying to yesterday's level. You have to keep growing. At any point that you turn back in your spiritual growth, you turn into a pillar of salt. You've seen that a million times. Well, I've been in the drug glory. Well, what happened to you now? Why'd you get bitter? Why'd you backslide? Why'd you back down? The intimidation of Jezebel every single time. Seen it a million times. You gotta be bold and courageous to go after transfiguration. You have to know the inheritor's right. You have to know what Jesus died for to give you. Citizenship in the Garden of Eden is your privilege. It's your right. Don't deny yourself citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. That's the only thing that can save you from Satan beating you up and killing you with disease and stealing your finances and destroying your families. Unless you understand your rights, the devil can do anything he wants to you because you just forfeit it. Like Esau forfeited his inheritance for a bowl of soup. He counted the inheritance as nothing. You need your inheritance. There's only like a couple people in the Bible that God said he hated, and one of them's Esau because he didn't value his inheritance. God hates that. He sent his son to die on the cross so your inheritance could be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, to be a king and a queen and a lord of heaven, an eternal king, an eternal queen, an eternal lord of heaven. And that is a more real place than earth as you begin to receive revelation. Revelation of the word of God that renews your mind to eternity, coming out of the temporal into the eternal. Amen. As you come out of the temporal, it's called awakening. You're awakening out of the flesh, which is all the lies of Satan, all the mirages, all the potent sorcery, Babylon the Great, and you're awakening to the eternal realm of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll awaken to the amount that your mind believes the Word. Amen. If you don't believe the Word, you'll never awaken in a hundred million years. You need to believe the prophetic Word. Without faith in the prophetic Word, there is no spiritual awakening ever. But the more you believe, the more you awaken until your brain is sealed in Eden? I tell you the truth, people's brains will be completely pickled in the third heaven while their bodies are still on earth. They'll be able to lift their bodies out of the natural dimension into the Eden dimension and transport all over the planet. That's going to begin happening en masse worldwide in this great awakening. You'll be more in the heavenly realm than in the earthly realm, but you'll take over the earthly realm because you'll have all of Father God's abilities working through you by your brain transfigured by divine pleasure. The path of transfiguration and overcoming death is just getting so whacked out on Hedon or Eden. <laughs> same thing. Hedon, Eden. That's, it's the same thing. Eden is the Hebrew word for pleasure. Hedonism comes from Eden. And we think God's not about hedon. That's the only thing God's about. It's just no sin, no darkness. We have no grid for it because we don't understand God's ways, God's thoughts. We don't understand God's pleasures. We don't understand God's ecstasies. We got this beat yourself up mentality. 
fallen angel Christianity that's all about externalism and we're all bewitched out here thinking we're serving Jesus when we're serving Jezebel, which is 99% of Christians on the planet right now with mixture. Almost no one's got the vision of their brain being pickled in Eden, living out of that realm more than the earthly realm. So almost nobody. I mean, you'd, probably, you'd be lucky to find 300 people on the planet right now that have this blueprint. But we have to make this normal Christianity, and we will by burning them up with the baptism of the fire of ecstasy. The spirit of ecstasy will be completely burning through all flesh worldwide. As it is written in Psalms, the Lord visited the earth and intoxicated it. He intoxicated its valleys. See, these are mountaintop experiences, and we live on the mountaintops. We do. We go like Elijah, mountaintop to mountaintop in chariots of fire every day. We move by the spirit of ecstasy. We're always on, in the high place. Amen? The issue is now is burning out the low places, confronting the valleys where the demons are, confronting the dragons, confronting the darkness and the shadows and everything that Satan has done in the earth and burning it up with our mountaintop. We're taking all the fire of the top of Mount Zion into the valley and flooding the valley with ecstasy. That's what God's plan has been for this generation since the beginning of time. The people would get so built up in the fire of the Garden of Eden and the nine sacred spices of the anointing oil of perfect ecstasy burning through their hearts and faces that they could blowtorch all the valley and all the wicked are to be removed, which is not human beings. It's only demons, only darkness, only deception, only lies, only sickness and disease. Every negative thing that the human soul experiences will be blowtorched out of all nations, tribes, and tongues around his throne. Revelation chapter 7, it is written. Will some people go the way of the blowtorch into the lake of fire? Of course they will. We're not looking at that. We're looking at the people that receive the Father. God the Father created this world for his sons and daughters. And Adam and Eve gave it to the devil, now we take it back. It's not a question of free will. It's a question of who will blowtorch the valley. Who will raise such a standard of Mount Zion and the fire of his pleasure and ecstasy that people can absolutely be delivered from all the pain and the sting of death. Not delivered from pleasure, delivered into pleasure. (laughs) The great awakening is for hedonists. Heaven is for hedonists only. The closer to the Father, the more extreme the pleasure. Trust me, I've been on this path 20 years. We've seen it all. People get all kinds of weird when you get into the healing of their holy place and the healing of their sex wounds and song of songs and people go crazy. I've been watching it for 20 years. But you have to deal with it, otherwise you can't have a full release of the Father. It's not something that can be avoided. You cannot put band-aids over your holy place in the wounds of your heart and the memories of your mind. These are the places and the pathways that God the Father can only flow through. Trust me, He cannot have a full release through you until you deal with your roots. And all of us have been so screwed up by this world that it's painful to look that deeply within our own hearts. But you have to put yourself on the altar and let the Holy Ghost burn you up and let the angels work on you and let your brothers and sisters help you that know the path of healing. You have to become vulnerable. And that's the hardest thing for people who have been wounded. And every human being has been wounded tremendously. No exception. Even children. I mean, by the time you're six years old, you got all kinds of problems. This world is hell without the fullness of Father God burning through our flesh all the time. 
So we've all experienced the degrees of hell. Even the best people that have had the best lives have had sorrow, sadness, tears, heartache, heartbreak, terrible things happen, death. And so all of this is a, a wound in our heart, a wound in our roots. And the Father's dealing with it. He's going to reconnect your souls through your root system to His throne so that it will, your souls will be glorified by a covenant and a blood covenant connection to the Lamb on the throne in the midst of you. Not the Lamb out there in space. We're not worshiping Saturn and the fallen angels like the hypocrites do. We're talking about the Lamb in the midst of you. You've been born again of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not outside you. Jesus Christ is inside you. All glory, honor, praise, thanksgiving, and worship to the Lamb that is inside the bride. All stolen worship, all stolen glory, all stolen wisdom, all stolen finances be restored to the throne of the Lamb inside the bride of Christ's spirit. And that's how the bride gets glorified. That's how the bride becomes the queen of this world, the queen of heaven, and removes Jezebel as the counterfeit queen of heaven. Christians serve Satan unknowingly for a lack of revelation. That's how this whole deception of Babylon the Great has been set up. They serve an external Jesus that they don't know instead of the real Jesus that's inside their spirit dormant because they're bewitched and cut off from God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit inside their own spirit man. But when you restore all things, you restore all worship to the Lamb through the portal of your heart, and that's how you share in His divine nature, partakers in His divine nature, because God lives in the midst of you. Your soul doesn't get worship. His soul does. His soul is inside your spirit. It's called the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God is the fullness of the soul of God the Father. It's true. The seven horns and the seven eyes. You think Jesus let something not God the Father completely possess his soul? Revelation 5, 6, seven horns, seven eyes. All his power, all his vision, he says, are the seven spirits of God. It's called God the Father. You have God the Father in you. The great deception of the end times is that he's not in you. The Antichrist denies that Jesus came in your flesh. And he's somewhere out there in space so that you're still worshiping the fallen angels after you're born again. And now all that worship is going to be restored to the Christians who carry the ark inside their bodies. And your divinity will shine. Your godliness will shine. People can begin worshiping one another, not out of sacrilege or blasphemy, but out of divinity because you're one with the Father and there's no veil of separation. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father firstborn from amongst the dead. It is written. If you can worship a man like Jesus who came in the likeness of sinful man in the flesh and you, he was able to be worshipped, his disciples worshipped him. Why? Because he was full of the Father and so are you. You know what worship is? It's called divine love. If you love someone, you'll worship them. You'll pour out everything you are into them. And that's how you'll have unity of the brethren. People will begin worshiping the Father inside each other, worshiping others, pouring out perfect divine love towards others, and their divinity will be revealed. You're not worshiping the flesh. You're worshiping God the Father in their spirit because it's the new covenant, and your divinity is sure in the blood of the Lamb. 
And this is the realm Satan hates the most. The realm of your godliness. The realm that you are gods. Because you completely eject the fallen angels that have been stealing the Christian's birthright for 2,000 years and you start to take your place in the heavens to rule over the earth and take every city back by the new covenant and the power of the resurrection, the power of your divinity, and the power of the throne of God in the midst of your hearts with your minds fully renewed and submitted to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit inside your hearts in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Partner with Brethren Ministries, brethrenmen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.